who is your Dhamma? Allah Sama, who is your prophet, correct answer is Sayyidina Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And what is your name? Correct answer is Islam. Then another hadith, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he told us to make a dua, what? Radhiqa Billahi Lalla. But I'm very happy. I'm overjoyed. I'm thrilled. The best thing that can happen to me in my life is that Allah Ta'ala is my dad. Relative to Islamic Dina, and I'm extremely happy that Islam is my deen, my way of life, my mission, my passion. What a need to be Muhammad in the Niyya, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And I'm very happy and joyed that the Prophet Muhammad, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is my prophet, and I'm his prophet. So, the course of children, whether they are children, grandchildren, nephews, so now what I mean, that the interaction of a man with any children of life, because every man is in some sense a teacher, even if you may not be a school teacher or alim or muktab teacher or university professor, every man is a teacher in the sense that every encounter he has with a child in his service. So these course have three sections. Who is Allah? Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who is the Prophet? Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And what is the of Islam? And anything and everything we have learned about these three things has to be shared with the children at the level. The reason I mention this is that because my child, and all of you know this today, that the Prophet said that at seven you should start training your child, teaching your child what prayer is, and gently start introducing and inviting them to the concept. And at ten you must enforce the salah. And at eight it's puberty, maturity, if the enforcement doesn't work, you can even reprimand. Alright? <coughs> so what happens to a lot of people in this critical age? So I will target this course, or this activity, from ages 9 to 14. Because one year before the enforcement age starts, enforcement age is 10, one year before we should start working on them to have positive feelings about Al-Sanqal. Yes, outwardly, apparently the child is not praying that he can't get up from pleasure because he's lazy. No doubt about that. That's not going to change. There's no course I can teach you or I can teach myself to change religious children. They stay lazy well into their teens and their twenties. Right? But the question is when you finally do get them to wake up and pray or you get them to pray lower and assert, why don't they pray with more feeling? And it surprises you. Most children from the ages of 9 to 14, they don't really know who Allah's Prophet is. Because we have not shared enough with them about who Allah's Prophet is. They don't know everything about Al-Fansal that you know. You have to talk to them. For example, I mean, now I'm going to explain to you only for example, then you understand what I mean. So you have to tell that nine-year-old, that ten-year-old boy or girl, do you know who al is? Al-Fansal is that person, that even that being, but no, not person, Al-Fansal is that being, that even people who disbelieve in Al-Fansal, he talks to them in the Quran and says, Yahweh and Sam, Sahar, that's a very difficult thing. Allah Sahar even reaches out to the people who don't believe in it. So we think, never do that. Second thing, you know what Allah Sahar is? Allah Sahar is that being that when he prays to Allah, he looks at you with all of his mercy and tender love. At that moment, he is al-raouf, al-raouf, with you. He is al-kareem with you. So really, Allah Sahar is noticing when I pray. I thought it's only you who told us when I pray, and if you're not around, I don't pray. Hmm? So many things about Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Do you know what Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is? Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he actually hides and conceals people's faith. So they don't really fully appreciate that. 
I think, okay, it's fine if it's over my mistakes when I mess up. And those things will come quickly in their head. Yeah, there are a lot of things that I'm telling you that my parents don't know about. And all that time, that was Allah thought Allah was heading. So who is Allah? Anything you read in the Quran, you hear in Tafsir, you hear in a Hadith, you hear in a Talk, try to extract one nugget and basically you're terminating your course back. You should have little notebook or mental notes and you should be thinking, what can I tell ages, children ages 9 to 14 about who is Allah Santa in a way that will make them understand and fall in love with Allah Santa? This is something that's missing. Right. Same thing then, what is being Islam? Right? I don't find it. Being Islam is what I was born in, or my parents do, or my family does. Right? So tell them, being Islam is something that Allah wants everybody, everything we need to love each other. When you drive by poor areas, and you have a lot of them in this country as well, you may not drive to those areas as much, but you have areas like that. You just say, you know, Allah's sponsor that this always in. Allah's sponsor has put enough wealth on this earth that probably wouldn't have to be there. Allah's sponsor, Allah's special mercy will come with the poor of the day of judgment. Because these children don't know. They don't know these things about Allah Sponsor. Because nobody's told them that. They don't know these things about being Islam. Because nobody's told them that. You know why there is the God in Islam? So that's none of this would happen. Just a little bit. The reason why there is the God in Islam, I'm afraid you're not just going to be slightly the technicality, but generally speaking, so that poverty wouldn't exist. Alright? These are the type of things to tell the children. Because what happens if you don't do it from 9 to 14, then no matter how much you try to protect them, in an almost neighborhood, almost a school, almost a month, believe me. Once they cross, hit 15 and cross, they're going to be sooner or later, some at 15, some at 18, some at 20, sooner or later they will be exposed to anything and everything that the world says about Islam. You know, I have met youth who were raised in pious families, and they had all types of Islamic learning, weekend, after school, all of that. And by the time they entered university, they went to one lecture of one professor and one one-hour lecture that had so many doubts they decided to become atheists. One-hour lecture. I'm going to put the data. But why? I was thinking, how is this possible? Can you really know what Islam is? If you really know what Islam is, and how is this lecture from that guy that's going to be Because they don't really know what Islam is. Keep talking about the topic, keep talking about the topic. And I showed you the two things. The call comes down to these three things. And who is the prophet Muhammad and Sunnah? You may be wrong, still don't know depth of the answer to that question. Hmm? What type of person he was, what type of things that he do. You see, what can you tell? Because me, even, even adults, man, I think even adults, eyes are moved to tears. And the stories of the Nabiya being something on someone. So what in the world do you think would happen if you shared those same stories with the children? But we don't do that. If we hear a nice speaker and he's a nice story, we ourselves are actually scary. We don't go home and tell even our own son, forget nephew and grandson. We don't even share that thing with our own son. So as an example, just, I mean, I don't want to give you examples. This is your job. You're not being allowed to do this. And you, have, you can't wait for the Ulaman to design a course for you to do this. This should be your passion. Anybody who has any children, any grandchildren, any nephews, neighbors' children, any children you ever interact with, it's their right on you. It's not without. Alright? So as an example, many of you will remember this today, that 
Ugly at the age of 18, something must be so unfortunate, right? And so the child is sad, and he asked him, he said, I don't know, my father took him, and he put him on his shoulders, then he took him home, then he had down uh, item of clothing dress that was similar to the size of the boy because his grandchildren say that. Hassan and Sayyidina Hussain was on the over the same size or age and he gave clothing to the boy, he took the boy with him to eat salah and get the task with other boys hmm? and now the boy was totally happy, the boy was totally sad all of many of you remember the story how many of us have told that to every single son, every single nephew, every single grandson every child that we encounter with on a regular basis because some most children don't know these stories most children don't know the stories about the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's interaction with children. How can you know who he is? There's no way So who is Allah Sallallahu Who is the Prophet Sallallahu And what is Islam? Anything and everything you know, all the sons and grandsons and nephews and daughters and granddaughters and nieces, they should all know that it's the right of you. And then you know that they don't know, it's your duty to control them. You can't outsource everything to the Makkah. You can't outsource everything to the Allah. You can't outsource everything. Don't, don't get me wrong and don't misquote me. I'm going to be very careful generally, and especially in this country. Hmm? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Huh? Allah is right. We love the Muslim, we love all the Muslims, we love all the ulama, we love all the Jews, but the point is that it, the, no matter how wonderful and amazing an institution you can make, it doesn't change the fact that your own impact as a father or uncle is unique. Your way of saying and the impact of your saying something is still different than the impact of a stranger saying the exact same story. If nothing else, the children will know that you know these things also. Maybe a child even hears the very same story in Maktab or Masjid, they won't even really know that their father knows this. And there's nothing to talk about. And I just feel that inshallah, a person should try, Allah obviously I'm not doing Allah on that because I'm sitting with you people, but inshallah, a person should try to spend maximum time with them. Because it happens in Ramadan naturally because you're increasing your Ibadah, you'll end up sort of spending less time with family. You know, really you spend maximum time in on the Musalla and Ibadah, talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, trying to engage in Ibadah. So you get to make up. We don't realize that. What happens is after Ramadan is what? We realize all the emails that are piled up, we have all the patients for being trust, we have all the business that we have to go see. All of that, we're very sensitive about all of that stuff that went down in Ramadan. The one thing that we're not sensitive at all about, we don't feel about at all, is how the family time went down in Ramadan. So we don't make catch up on that. We're busy in Shabbat, catching up and making up every other aspect of our worldly life and identity. Except our life and identity. Our family life and our family identity. So I thought I would just give away how to do that. Very easy. Who is Allah Sallallahu Who is the Prophet Sallallahu For who is Allah Sallallahu you can take us now this time. You could pick a name, try to come up with an attribute, and explain it to the child. They may have heard it, but you want to show it to them more. Hmm? The child comes home, really, you can't every day tell them a lot of For the day your child comes, your daughter comes home really hungry, or she, or her mom made her her favorite food, or she really enjoys the food, that's the time to tell her. Allah
Maybe kill the world hasn't even eaten enough. Nice food, even nobody in the world would be their favorite food. They don't even have a favorite flavor of ice cream. It's very good ice cream. Hmm? And you're not so happy. Okay, your mom left your favorite flavor of ice cream today. That's the way to explain to your daughter. So how did you get it? Allah told You understand? What? What's the And that joy shouldn't be only there for the other who learned something and keep it in common. That joy should be there for every person in the whole world. Hmm? At a certain level, obviously, you can't teach the same type of thing at the same level that ulama teach. But certainly these stories and these basic teachings, these three basic things that I told you, you can certainly share them with you. Hmm? And you know, if your own son or daughter doesn't listen to you, Maybe you share it with somebody else's son or daughter. Daughter, if she's your age, your age, and you can talk to. And maybe give the barakah of that dawah effort. Allah SWT will guide your own children. And if you're really stuck, and some people have that problem, that they're really stuck in terms of their children are rebellious, and their children don't listen, and it's not proper, but one way or another, to guide your children. Yeah, the barakah of that, Allah SWT might, on his, from his own behalf, Character may go on in Allah just as much if not more how Allah from his own karam fazal tawfiq guided us to do more ibadah and become better abid and kari and musalli and recite Quran more, pray salah more, make dua more in Ramadan. Yes, same one and only Allah to make us a better father and a better husband and a better son and a better uncle and a better grandfather and any and every other relationship that we're in, neighbor, colleague, employer, employee, there's so many of them. And this is the essence of Dawah, to introduce the humanity, who is Allah SWT, what is He, and who is the Prophet It's this type of Dawah that everybody can do, and it's this type of Dawah that everybody can unite on. There's no need for false claims of unity or false rallying ties of unity. You just have to do it. And you do it by calling and inviting to do straight things.
in the